Episode two, sitting here with Scott and Hillary Weiland, doctors of chiropractic sorts, um, <laughs> owners, <laughs> owners of Golf Coast Spine and Sport, uh, great friends of ours here at the gym. Uh, you've probably seen their faces. Up until recently, they had a lovely baby named Parker. How old is she? Almost six months. <laughs> um, all right. So describe what you do, um, how long you've been doing this for. And, you know, because it's not what I would consider and tell people. It's not just your normal, you know, chiropractors. You guys do a lot of other things. So go ahead and kind of describe to the people what you do. Yeah. So we like to blend a lot of different things in terms of what's called active release technique or a muscle tissue technique. It helps people function better. It gets the muscles moving like they should. It can work on different nerve issues as well. And then we blend that with the chiropractic. And then we like to give them a lot of good stretches, exercises, things to do at home to make sure that they... They keep moving like they should be, and then hopefully get them more active, get them kind of into the gym, get them with trainers, get them whatever, so that they can be as healthy as possible. Nice. I actually love what you guys do. Um, you know, coming from a sports background, I started doing CrossFit with a lot of injuries, and um, reoccurring injuries was some of the things that would happen to me often doing CrossFit mm-hmm. from football. And so coming to you guys with active release therapy, Mm -hmm. uh, making sure that my muscles were healing the correct way was huge, huge uh, for me and very beneficial. Um, Hillary, let me clue me in on how you guys first met. I know you told us a little like 15 minutes ago, but let us know how you guys first met, um, where it was, how you got to where you got to now, and when you opened up the business. Okay, so we first met in chiropractic school uh, in St. Louis, Missouri at Logan College of Chiropractic, which I think is Logan University now. Um, I sat, I think, three rows in front of Scott. Yeah, she couldn't keep her eyes off me, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) He always says that. That's not true. Um, So we met in chiropractic school, and we started dating a couple trimesters into school. And then um, after school and graduation, we moved out to uh, Vail, Colorado, and worked with the Stedman Clinic for a bit. And then we decided to uh, open up our own practice in Naples, Florida, because we have family here. And uh, we started, when was that? 2014. 2014? Okay, 2014, we opened up our doors, uh, Gulf Coast Spine and Sport in Naples, and it's been going on ever since. Yeah, it was kind of rough in the beginning, but um, now it's it's fun, and we don't have to worry as much as we used to. Did you guys find that you naturally like fell into roles that you didn't expect from each other? So, for example, Dario and I, when we first opened up the gym, um, very similar thing. So we were running classes with one, two people, sometimes no one in class at all. Um, and we were wearing every single hat there was. So we were the cleaners, we were the operators, we were the coaches, everything. And then naturally Dario kind of took this path of, uh, organizer, you know, he deals with a lot of the, um, accounts payables and billables, the, um, some of the other third-party companies that we use for the business. And then I took the path of like the creative side. So my brain doesn't really work in like file cabinets and like order, but more so just like, boom, idea, put it down on paper and just roll with it. So do you guys, do you guys have something similar with the way you guys work together? I, I think so. Um, he does all accounts and anything <laughs> to do with math because it's not my strong suit. So um, accounts receivable, all of that stuff he does. Um, in the beginning when we were doing a ton of events, um, I was kind of event planner, 
um, organizer, be here at this time, um, that kind of stuff. And what else? I'm an, I'm an ideas man, so I'm kind of like you, Matt, where I come up with just ideas left and right, and I can say, well, this would be great, this would be great, and then and Hillary, will, Hillary will shut yeah. me down, yeah. <laughs> and then I'll come up with another one, and she'll say no, so maybe out of my 10 ideas, there's one that she might say, eh, okay, but um, I do think that that almost limits us sometimes as well of, uh, of moving things forward or, or just pulling the trigger on things. Because you know we're kind of we're kind of checking each other a little bit, um, but I mean it's it's a good thing as well because otherwise you just you know shotgun spray things out there and you don't you don't have a clear focus of what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. So I would say I'm more of the focused one, and he's more of I have 50 ideas. Let's do all 50 of them. I'm like okay, let's pick two and do two. Yeah. What were some of the bigger obstacles that you guys faced that you didn't expect running a small business? And again, this is under under the assumption that you guys, you know, knew everything after coming out of chiropractic school, but running a business was practically brand new. Am I saying that right? Yeah, no, you're yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, we're, yeah, no, it's, laughing we're laughing. So, and I'm going to tell you why we're laughing. That's because basically we get zero business um, business training or teaching in school. So when we came out of school, you know, they teach you to be a fantastic doctor and how to treat people and how to manage certain cases, but they give you next to zero a, a business management. Um, so when we went out to Colorado, we worked for someone for about two years and we got a little taste of it, which is great, but you can only learn so much until you come out and, and you start kind of doing it yourself and you have to, you know, sift through things. And um, we joke and we always say it was, it was quite the emotional roller coaster uh, initially, um, even hourly. But, uh, you know, there's ups and downs by the hour, but, um, you know, you kind of, you figure it out and you, you don't forget it. Obviously you remember those things and you try to make sure that you don't make the same mistakes you had made before and you just kind of keep, keep pushing through. It's, it's one of those deals. You gotta, you gotta make it happen. So we always like to say we're learning, we're still learning things. So we learned everything in school, but then we're learning things to the minute now. But we have things in a groove groove now. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty of business knowledge to be learned yeah. on, on, through both of us. Do you have any examples that you guys can think back? And, and there's probably a million. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure if you're anything like Dio and I, we've had our fair share of fights over uh, experiences that we thought we knew. You know, he had his idea. I had my idea. And, you know, the way we argued then, five years ago, now it's more like, very constructive criticism like okay let's weigh out you know what yeah. is going to push yeah. the business in um, a better we've direction we've gone through our fair share of that maybe not like arguing but just bickering back and forth on that's a stupid idea that's a good idea do it don't do it business, though. i mean gonna, we learned things we didn't know i mean taxes you had to pay on your on tangible tax i mean there were just all kinds of things that we had no idea about that we had to um, learn about and take care of quickly. Yeah, I mean, everything, especially with, with payroll taxes and different taxes, and payroll then... Tax. Yeah, everything. I mean, they don't teach you anything in school. Yeah, and how much that actually costs yeah. to have employees. And... It's, is, it, is it amazing to you how small businesses actually make it with the amount of taxes that they have to pay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. small... I don't know how anybody... You know, small businesses, <laughs> it, it's very tough unless you can get good, you know, good marketing going and get some traction pretty quickly on. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. going to start digging yourself a hole very quickly. Um but yeah, other than that, just medical side of things as well. There's in the medical field, there's a lot of like HIPAA laws and different things you have to follow as well. So mm-hmm. even everything down to a medical office has to have you know seven parking spaces per hundred square feet of office space or something like that. So all these little things you had to f- kind of learn through different contracts and and just kind of again going through the process of of all that stuff. But I'm sure that there's 
plenty still to learn on our end. Yeah, every year it changes, right? Yeah. That's uh, so. That's one thing that I tell people now is like the challenges that we faced year one and year two. We thought it was like the end of the world. Yeah. Is completely different than the challenges <laughs> that we face today, and you know sometimes we're we look at it and we're like, it's good that we have these challenges. And one of the biggest things that we were facing this year was our classes were getting a little overcrowded. So, Which is a good thing. Yeah. So, good, good problem to have. Right? It, it was a good problem to have, but in the same time, like the athlete experience was diminishing, right? So when we had smaller classes, everyone's like, yeah, this is incredible. It's amazing. So it's like, now how do we figure out how to fix this issue right here? Right. What wow. type of advice would you give to someone that is considering becoming an entrepreneur um, I happen to absolutely love that I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I take full advantage of creating my own schedule, creating my own day, um, balancing things. Yeah. So what what would be one piece of advice that you could give someone? I would say uh, do your homework. Um, make sure you have your area scoped out that you want to be in. Um, make sure you've got resources and someone backing behind you. So someone that can push you forward. Um, what else would you say? I'd say, I'd say make sure you have enough, make sure you have enough working capital on the front end to sustain. Cause a lot of businesses will run out of money early on. Um, and you don't want to have to keep going to the bank to say, hey, you know, I need, I need more. Um, and then get a mentor. Get a mentor. Not that we actually have a great mentor. We would love to have one. I think, um, don't you think? We don't have a great mentor, but I would say a good mentor would be something to um, get and, and have. In the last year, I've had a couple of people come up to me and ask for my advice on like, quitting their job to do nutrition, I'm quitting wow. their job to become a business owner like a, of another gym. And they're always afraid to take the leap because they're super, super passionate about it, but they're like, this is like what pays the bills and this is what's comfortable. And like, though I hate walking in every day, I hate wearing the suit, I hate having to like bullshit with people, I hate having to like please these people that I don't wanna be pleasing. Yeah. Um, what would be the biggest piece of advice for from me to you? And to me, it was always like, just follow your passion. It may be like a teeny tiny step at first, like, you know, if you wanna be a nutrition coach, you need to get certified in some sort of way. And, you know, with the trend of nutrition, it's like macro, like yeah, anyone yeah. could be a macro coach. Um, so get this certification, start with that. Cause you could do this when you go back home and then you just take on one, two or three clients on at a time yeah. before, you know, as it slowly starts to build and you have 60 clients and then now you can now quit your job or whatever the case may be. Um, so my piece of advice to them was always follow your passion because you know, when you're, 40, 50, 60 years old. Sorry, I'm more sticks and bricks with it. I am one, which I get what you're saying, follow your passion mm -hmm. 100%. Um, but I would, my piece of advice would be to plan. So mm -hmm. if you know you are going to be making a transition, put that money away. Stop going out to dinner every week. Put that money away someplace else so you don't have to worry about it in the future. Just make sure you're backed and you're planned before you just make the switch. And all of a sudden, if you don't have financial resources then you're in the tubes so yeah. just plan plan yeah. do your research and follow your your passion for sure um, but do it like you said step by step yeah I think that's smart and I think that's what's super beneficial for you guys is you know the planner big time planner yeah and the kind of go with the flow yeah like, I would rather be like all right this is what we're doing this is gonna yeah. happen then and this is how we're gonna do it but we we've had to plan for it because yeah. I'm not just gonna jump off the edge here and switch over and yeah. 
Has there ever been a time where Scott's been like, all right, so I signed us up for this? Oh, God, yes. It was only only five grand, but trust me, it's going to bring back so much more money. Gosh, what was that? That I I still give him crap about it. So there was one one in particular that was not my best choice, which was early on. I thought we needed a little bit of help for um, some SEO or some search engine optimization for our website. Oh, God, yeah. And so I find this company, which, you know, you – Whatever. And so I didn't do a whole lot of research like I should have. And I kept telling him, I don't think we should do it. I don't think we should do it. And so then I pulled the trigger anyway and I said, all right, well, we need a little help because I can only take it so far myself because it gets very complicated, obviously. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I probably paid $1,000 or something like that. It wasn't anything wasn't anything terrible, but yeah, it, terrible it, job. it obviously comes to mind still. So, yeah. <laughs> so they, long story short, they did a terrible job. We weren't happy with anything, and then uh, you know we were out the money. It yeah. was pretty much like we just said, it's it's over with, and you know, see you later type of thing. So he also didn't read the reviews. All the reviews were negative stars, and. That people were getting ripped off by these people. My, my surface of of uh, looking, it was all good. But then later on, not so great. See, one of the best things that has happened to Dio and I throughout the years is when we learn from our mistakes, obviously nothing too detrimental where you're like, you're taking a major hit and you're like, you know, some something major is going to have to change now. Yeah. Um, but even to this day, like, you know, we try three, four or five different things and two of them stick. It's like, okay, this is actually, you know, this is super, super helpful. These other three things, not so much, or maybe even a waste of time and money in some in- instances as well. Um, I have five questions I want to ask you guys. Um, I'm going to start with Hillary first. Okay. Okay. Very quick answers. Mm-hmm. All right. So it'll either be a, well, the last one, last one, you got to put a little more thought into it. It'll be a um, one answer, another answer. Okay. okay. Very simple. Uh, first question, hockey stick or dance dress for Parker? Whatever she wants. Ooh, I like it. Ice cream or custard? Ice cream. Lifting weights or cardio? Both. Midwest or Florida? Both? I no, don't know. You I'm have to fr- choose one. No. Oh, I guess Florida. I'm here now. Yeah. Name one of Scott's biggest strengths. He's patient. Patience? I would say that he has a lot of them, but I would say one of the main ones is patience for sure. Nice. Solid. All right, Scott, your turn. Are these the same questions? Same questions. Okay, perfect. Go ahead. Ready? Question one, hockey stick, dance dress. Oh, hockey stick. Do you know why? Can I answer that way? Yeah. So do you know that there's a 24% chance that a girl gets a D1 scholarship playing hockey? Did you know that? Really? Yeah. 24% more? No, 24% chance. Really? That she'll get a D1 scholarship playing hockey. And so what would be the chances if, I don't know, basketball? Um, I can give you, there's a whole there's article. A whole and, and So all, hockey hockey is one of the top ones. Hockey is the, I mean, the best Number chance for, for a female athlete to get a D1 scholarship. So I can, my thought is I can make Parker better than, you know. And one, you said he doesn't one think ahead. Four. Yeah, see, I'm thinking years ahead. He's thinking 18 years ahead right now. <laughs> she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> she can do whatever she wants if it's hockey. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, ice cream or custard? Ooh, I, I think I gotta go with custard. Good choice. Nice and smooth. Yeah. Lifting weights or cardio? Weights. Midwest or Florida? That's a tough one. I'm gonna. Ooh, my heart's in the Midwest, but I'm in Florida, and Florida's treating us well, so I'm gonna choose Florida. Nice. Um, one of Hillary's biggest strengths. 
um, you know, and honestly, I think the best thing, is, and this is on top of my mind, is that Hillary's been a fantastic mother, and yeah, she's been the light of my world. So, yeah, she's the best. But no, she she does have a lot. She yeah, just because I love you so much. Yeah, we'll yeah. make sure to edit that one out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, no, she's been, she's really been good. She's, she is, um, she takes care of the baby at all times and, uh, she's protective, maybe sometimes even too much so, but you can't be too protective of your child. So, um, it's been great having the baby and, and I wouldn't do it with anybody else. So thank you guys for being on this podcast today. Again, this is going to be going out to our members at North Naples CrossFit, um, all this information was super, super fantastic. I know that someone's going to pull out some great value out of this stuff. Um, anything else you, you guys have had to say? No, we appreciate uh, you appreciate having us on and hope that, you know, everybody keeps keeps working out and having a good time. And obviously you guys are some of the best trainers and, and one of the best gyms uh, in town, if not the best, just with the um, education level and, and the amount of value that you do bring your members. So this is just another uh, another part of that. Appreciate that, and brother. thank you for having us. And we're excited for your new expansion. So we can't yeah, wait to see you. that. Yeah. We have not seen it yet. Yeah, and I got some pictures I'll show you guys. It'll yeah, be cool. And if people have questions it's for inside us. Inside scoop. I love it. I was going to say, if people have questions for us, they know where to find Good us. Job. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Great people. Uh, great doctors. If you guys ever have questions about um, having, you know, going to see some good chiropractors in town, uh, Dr. Scott and Dr. Haley, Golf Coast Spine and Sport is, you know, we'll always push you guys to them because we trust everything they say and everything they do and they've helped these coaches on staff including myself uh get back to 100 percent whenever i have any ailments and that goes for anything in the spine or anything uh you know muscle wise as well so definitely um definitely have it's great to have them around 